I'm Tracy Bow. I'm a Channel 9 presenter and I'm a sand groper. Born and bred in Perth um, and we grew up in the suburb of Hammersley, so in the north. And it was an awesome childhood. We, um, I have got, I've got an older brother, uh, Trevor and I were just, you know, it's a typical, I guess, Aussie childhood, you know, road bikes, cricket in the backyard, bit of basketball, riding bikes with the neighbourhood kids. So family barbecues in the backyard as well. So it was, um, it was a really great, great childhood in that neighbourhood. And it was, um, everyone just got along. Everyone knew each other back, back then. You know, it's very different these days with, with neighbourhoods. But yeah, it was wonderful. My parents are from Vietnam and um, they, my father, his name is Tai, T-A-I. So all of his brothers, so he's one of 24 kids and he's number 18. So um, yeah, my grandma and grandpa were very busy <laughs> for decades. My, my grandma, um, you know, she was a tough woman and as the kids got older, that the kids would look after the younger siblings. So it made life a bit easier. And it was in Vietnam, like it was yes. big families, you know, and it's very um, family orientated. So um, there was always a focus on looking after each other. And all of the boys pretty much have names, Vietnamese names starting with T. So mum and dad wanted to keep on with that tradition. Um, and also like I've got my dad's middle name in my middle name and so does Trevor. Um, and it was, I think it just sort of landed that way as well, but also we people find it quite funny when we say Trevor and Trace because they're also the two most kind of Aussie names you would ever find for uh, you know Vietnamese Australian kids so um, but yeah that's that story behind um, our name. I mean I think you know life it always you know you've always got some tumultuous times um, I mean I probably could name two that are probably most significant uh, one I haven't spoken about much at all really the, first, the, the other one I have, so that I'll, I'll share the one that I've have, have before where, um, you know, typical childhood through primary school, um, sometimes I felt there was a sense I didn't belong anywhere, especially with friendship groups. And um, I did cop a bit of bullying. So um, because of what I looked like and, and my heritage, um, I was ridiculed for my, my skin colour. Um, there was one particular moment where I was told I had ugly skin. Then I went home that, that day after school and went to the bath and tried to scrub my skin. So it, it would lighten up. Yeah. So, um, but you know, that, that, that story that I share, I share a lot now, especially with schools and, 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 you know, whatever events that I'm speaking at, because it's kind of shaped me in the person that I am today. And the other one I haven't shared much at all, really, um, is just, you know, financial burden that my, my family has suffered. Like they came, my parents are Vietnamese refugees. They came here with nothing um, after the Vietnam War. And they really built and like they really worked hard to build a life um, for us. They knew that they would want, wanted kids here in Australia. And, um, you know, life was good for a while, but, you know, they ran their own business. They're, you know, like our dad was a chef, mum was a baker. Um, so we, ha we have awesome food all the time, which is great. But, um, yeah, so they had their own, own business for, through the 90s, but it's, um, you know, one business decision which just sort of makes everything crumble. Um, and one thing that I had experienced for a long time after that sort of moment, you know, a knock at the door would kind of freak me out or make me anxious because we'd always have debt collectors or something like that. 
Um, but, you know, in saying that, we, ha we have come out the other side and, and you know, what my, my parents have learned from that situation is that you don't need much to be, to be happy and they have less now than they did back then and they're, they're absolutely happy. So um, I guess that, that sort of built my brother and I to the people that we are today as, as young adults as well. So, yeah, there's, there's probably two moments that, um, that have really sort of shaped who I am today. I met my partner later in life, um, well into my late 30s, and we're getting married very soon. So it's wonderful. And he has a four-year-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Um, yeah, before, before meeting Liam, um, yeah, finances were a huge thing for me, you know, being single. And um, I worked hard. I did extra shifts. Channel 9 has looked after me and they've supported me, which is wonderful. And my main priority, though, was to make sure my family, mum and dad, were, were doing okay. So my brother and I sort of took on a, a bit of that that role and that load as well to make sure that they're okay. And, um, you know, it's it's taught us, it's taught me actually now is not to take anything for granted, but um, my parents, you know, if they had a dollar left just for themselves but they see someone else who's worse off, they'd give that dollar away. So I think, you know, no matter what I've got, um, I'm very in, in, very, in a very fortunate situation. Um, but no matter what I've got, I just still want to be generous and be generous in, in heart as well. So I think I try to keep that in um, at, the, at, the, at the forefront of my mind when I'm with, you know, in a sort of a relationship, but also seeing how I treat um, Liam's daughter, who's four and a half, who's going to be my stepdaughter very soon. So um, and also to teach those kinds of things as well, you know, um, it's nice to have money, <laughs> but it's not everything. So as long as you're happy within yourself and look after the ones you love, I think that's the most important thing in life. It's going to be wonderful. I think everyone, actually everyone, <laughs> we've got like oh, the, my mum's even like, oh, finally. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm just squeezing in before my 40th birthday. It's a month before my 40th. So, <laughs> so I know. I, I, I just got in there just, yeah. <laughs> just before another milestone. I've had wonderful great moments in my life in regards to work. Um, like I, I travelled overseas. The, the last big moment of the, my career, I could say, was covering the Queen's passing last year and that was an amazing experience um, and a peak for me, I suppose, in my career. Um, Life-wise, I think, you know, I, I, making the decision, I lived in Sydney for a long time. I started my career, my media career in Sydney. Um, and I was there for about 10 years. So I think another big, huge decision, which I think was the best decision I've made um, that, at that point in time was to move back home for my family because I haven't missed experiences with them and missed, you know, I, mi I missed a lot of things, you know, through those 10 years. So um, it's just nice to be able to be 10 minutes away or 20 minutes away from them. Um, and I guess maybe the next big one I go, I suppose, is to finally get married. <laughs> finally celebrating love you know so um yeah I never knew when that would happen but um I guess you know everything's fallen into place and I think that's that's what's special for me yeah do you know what the funny thing is just because you're single and another person is single they think that you guys will fit yeah. <laughs> and I you know I never and I'm not never one to push a friend who's single and I know another person who's single. It's like, oh, you guys, just because you guys are, um, yeah, you, you're both alone, so you may as well be together. No, um, I think that was just quite a funny, that I, I can laugh about it now because it's all, it, it is all life experience to get to this point, right? Um, and look, I, 
there were obviously there's moments where you feel like I just want to meet someone, but then sometimes you go, well, that's life, and it's carved for you through the universe of where you're supposed to be in that point in time. And um, you know, I was meant to meet Liam at that at that point in time in, in our lives, so and it's worked out for the best. So um, you know, all I can say is just keep the faith, and you know, good things come eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, enjoy it. You got time for yourself. I, you know, one thing I really miss, one, one of the things, I re- just being able to drop everything and just travel. Mm. I used to travel so much and I, and I did it on my own. I was happy to. And I knew I'd meet people along the way and um, create like little friendships here and there and have company. So um, I just think enjoy it because it, it does all change. Um, and, you know, those, those life experiences that you have on your own will, um, will benefit you in the future as you get older. If you asked the six-year-old me when I was bullied about my skin that I would ever be on TV reading, you know, primetime news in my hometown, I would be like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know, you got to be dreaming. So um, I just, I've, I've, I feel so, I've worked hard, um, but I feel very grateful and privileged to be able to do the role that I, I, that I get to do every night. Um, it's not lost on me the responsibility we have to share stories and deliver important information every single day um, to everyone who's watching us out there. Um, I, I have had serious, serious concerns about where media was heading and I feel like the fact that it's been called out, um, you know, the misinformation fake news <laughs> like we get we've got we've faced all those kinds of accusations i think it's about getting it right um and making sure we share the necessary stories that need to be shared for the people that that matter i think that's what my passion is that's still keeping me going with, with news um and like i just love i just love learning new things as well like and that's what's what's the beauty of news is that you get to learn new things every single day a little piece of information, a new word, like, you know, a new pronunciation or, um, you know, it, like our, our minds are built to, to gain all this general knowledge. It's almost like a filing cabinet. So um, I think that still, you know, it drives me to con- continue on with, with this role. And, you know, we, we, we have got a great team. I think that's what we, we're like a second family because news is so unique. No one gets it until you're in it, or media, I should say. We, we, our jobs, we peak at the end of the day. So everyone's, you know, got their nine to five gigs by the time it's four thirty or Friday, you know, Friday afternoon drinks. We're still, we're, we're like lifting at six pm. So it's a bit of an odd thing for our body. It's almost an out of body experience. Um, but there are intimate moments with our colleagues too. Like I've travelled with a lot of cameramen. We've really gotten to know each other because it's just literally you you two and a camera in, in some remote place as well. So it's a very unique situation. It's not that it's not that glamorous and it's all live. I'll just everyone because people think it's all pre-recorded. No, it's all live. We write, we do, we do help write things, but every reporter who gets sent out on a job and when I've been out on the road, you write your own stories. But it's not glamorous. Like I've been stuck at crime scenes for like eight hours with no loo and <laughs> like I've had to eat Maccas for breakfast, lunch and dinner. 
So, you know, and you're sitting in a gutter for yeah. hours. So it's not that glamorous, but we make it look glamorous. Yeah. But I also like to think that what you see in real life is what you see on TV as well. It's funny, we've had some students come through recently just doing their postgrad and I just say just be yourself as well. You're not wanting to be a completely different person. You're not an actor. We're, we're, we're news presenters and we're journalists, so, you know, we're real people too. So I think it took me a while to kind of get to that point, but I think being, I must admit, sitting in that role as a presenter, and I've learned from the best, like Michael Thompson, he's the most genuine bloke you'll ever meet. So watching him and how he is off camera, he's exactly the What you see is what you get with him. So, you know, that warmth and that, gen, you know, um, genuine banter and that sort of stuff. So I think that's how it's shaped me um, in 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 my in in real life as well. But um, in terms of you know, I guess different elements of work, story wise, when people allow me into their homes to hear their stories and to to deliver it for them, um, I can't thank them enough. Every people, every person that I that I've interviewed over my twenty odd year career. Um, you know, I guess I'd like to thank them for letting me share their stories. So, um, and I hope I can keep doing it for a little bit longer. Oh, so my younger self, I would have said just back myself um, and just be me. I think um, for a long time through the young years, teenage years, through to uni, you kind of navigate. And, you know, I think a lot of younger generation generational people deal with this you just don't know what your identity is but I'm like once you discover it just be you and who cares what anyone else thinks you're not going to please everybody (laughs) I think that's one thing you're not going to please everybody but as long as you're happy within yourself so that that's probably the one piece of advice I would I would give my younger self is to back myself um and to to the younger generation it's a marathon not a sprint I say that a lot about journalism and working in a newsroom, but also I think it's also life. Like I think if you're sprinting to the next thing, to the next thing, you're sort of losing sight of what 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 experience you, you you're not sort of taking in the experience that you're right in the in it you know in the moment. You know what I mean? So I think just take take your time. I think we're just always running so fast to get to the next point where we're not even just you know taking a moment to slow down. And I'm I'm guilty of it. So maybe I should take that advice on myself. But, <laughs> but yes, no, it's a marathon of a sprint. Want to be a future guest on Sand Groupers? Or maybe know someone who would be a great guest? Well, drop us a message on Instagram at Sand Groupers Podcast. And the best way to support us is by following and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We'd love to hear from you.